0: Hello and welcome to Easy Operations episode 26, my name is Ron, this week, and as always I'm joined by James, yo yo yo, and Mondo.
1: Who? Oh yeah, that's me. Hey guys. How are you guys? Uh, more or less good, uh, yeah, just, uh, studying and, uh, playing a little bit, you know, games, like we always do.
2: Alright. about you, James. Uh, nothing much. Finally, recovering. It felt like I've been sick for like the last month or so, and I'm feeling almost hundred percent finally. All right. Well, glad you're uh, back in tip-top shape.
0: Uh, as for me, I got a chance to go to the Griffith Observatory uh, this past weekend. Um, this is uh, I have not been there many years. They had added recently—not recently, but I want to say as of 2012—a underground section with a nice exhibit of the solar system. And this is a really cool place. It's a beautiful setting, beautiful building. If anyone is in a chance to uh, get to visit LA, I would say skip the tourist trap of Hollywood Boulevard and go to the LA Observatory at the same time you could go take a hike in Griffith Park where it's located. So that's my little travel tip for the day. Do they still have uh, the laser light show?
1: But I want to see movie stars.
0: Um, Mondo, you you might be able to see movie stars because some movies were filmed there, including The Rocketeer and
2: Rebel Without a Cause. That's something uh, I learned that day. Mondo's favorite movie, Transformers, that first one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? When they were showing the movies that uh, had... Shown the observatory that did not make the cut, sir. So it's not canon. Wasn't
2: it was high
0: oh, enough <laughs> kind of qual- cal- caliber it there. was in the documentary that I was watching there. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't. They may have a laser show, but I went to go s- to the planetarium uh, show, and there's multiple versions of it. I just saw like the center of the universe or something to like that, or, and it was really good because they've updated the presentation on that one uh it's a nice quality projection it looks amazing
2: what about that um swinging pendulum thing do they still have that of course that's that's a classic thing yeah, it's a staple yeah I, I would be i would have been uh, disappointed if they removed that yeah i've been there in ages yeah
0: so i uh, definitely recommend you go there make a day out of it i and, walk
1: past it when i go hiking
0: yeah or go hiking there as well and it's just something to uh, like a goal to set cause it's sort of at the top of the hill there so
2: now is there a, an entrance fee nowadays or no
1: you
0: can go in there for free. However, if you want to watch the planetarium exhibit, that is 7 bucks.
1: Word. Yeah. Yeah. Too pricey.
0: All right. Well, speaking of pricey and saving money, James, I want to know if you went to the movies this week and if you used your movie pass.
2: I did not. I was uh still recovering, so I watched a lot of the things at home, and uh, one of the things I caught up on was this movie called Life. Uh, it features Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Reynolds, and um, I excuse me, I forget his name, but the guy from The Last Samurai and Sunshine, uh, that Asian guy. <laughs> I don't know his name, but um, do you guys like Alien One? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's what I wanted to ask you, which <laughs> is when I saw this trailer, I was like, this is an alien movie, like. Apparently, it's Alien One. Is it?
2: <laughs> it's pretty much um, uh, Alien One adjacent. The only thing is, the only thing different, I would say um, is that it is takes place more in a modern time, like I would say in a few years from now, rather than the Alien series, which is in the far future. So uh, you get to see kind of how they react to these uh, a similar situation as of Alien One, but in a more, uh, I guess. I wouldn't say i guess you could say quote unquote realistic way or as realistic they can possibly be like for example being in a actual international space station how uh they, those things operate i actually was really uh and you know impressed by this it wasn't anything new to the genre it, like i mentioned it's pretty much alien one um but i thought it was exciting very a lot of action feel really quickly paced and it has a great great ending i'm kind of disappointed that it didn't make any money essentially so i wouldn't because uh, I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing a sequel to this movie, but I recommend it, guys. If you like sci-fi, a little bit of uh, suspense and thriller with the alien elements, and uh, yeah, check it out.
0: Well, let me ask a nerdy question: uh, sure. Is there gravity on the space station? You know what I mean, like in alien? No. Uh... no, they're they're like floating around and stuff like that. Okay, so, so that's
2: very realistic. I'm yeah. I'm, so, so I'm that saying, twist yeah.
0: you told me makes me kind of into it now.
2: Uh, yeah, Th- you mean the being the in modern, modern day times? times? Yeah. yeah so. Yeah, definitely give it a shot because it's basically kind of like a realistic take uh, and scenario, as if this something like this would happen in real life. Um, kind of like Sunshine, kind of went a realistic way, but then that kind of went veered off into totally, uh, um, horror movie tropes. But in that third one, this one kind of kept the the whole way in a similar vein. I think of it kind of like literally like that movie Gravity, where they're just these guys in the space station that then just ran upon this situation and uh, how they dealt with it, and and. I I kid you not. The ending is awesome. But if you know if you ever see it uh, or get a chance to rent it or whatever, let me know what you guys think.
1: Any interest in this one, Mondo? Uh, definitely. Now that um, you know, got some feedback, I will go ahead and watch it.
0: All right. Well, Mondo, you had a chance to go watch two movies. You are definitely putting your movie pass to use. Get your money out of it. Uh,
1: which one you want to start with here? Uh. I'm gonna start with a, a negative and I'm gonna end it with a positive. So the movie pass is awesome guys. it's it's really it's really good. It's uh working uh, working out for me. Um, usually, uh, I'll go maybe uh, after school before school and I'll catch a movie. Uh, this time I went after school, and uh, I went to go see American Assassin. That is the uh, Michael Keaton movie with some I, I really don't know the main actor. Uh, but I got to tell you, th- this is kind of, uh, one of those movies I just had to get up and walk out. I don't usually do this, but I did. I, I got up, walked out. Performances well, were bad. Liberty around, to now
2: but... that technically you didn't pay, quote unquote, didn't pay for it. So you can leave whenever <laughs> you want now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to throw popcorn at the screen, you know, if I don't like the movie. But, uh, you know, the premise is, uh, basically just like in the commercials, uh, guy loses his girlfriend due to these, you know, quote-unquote terrorist attacks. And he's trying to be American. And uh, we got to get these terrorists, you know. So he's going out of his way to train an MMA and all this other stuff. And then apparently, uh, you know, I guess the CIA grabs a hold of him. They want to train him into an agent. That's fine and all. But I didn't like the fact, like, every 5 to 10, 15 minutes... Hey, this is why you're becoming an assassin. Like, yes, I get it. He had a tragic moment in his life. He lost his uh, his girlfriend. But they beat it into you so much. I was just like, dude, ev- really? Every, like, five to ten minutes, that girlfriend. Hey, remember this? We're training to be a c- But do you remember this? Hey. I'm like, okay. Besides that, the action sequences were terrible. Short-lived. Not that great. Uh, the critics were saying, like, oh my god, this is like the new Jason Bourne for the modern day. It wasn't. Not only that, to top it off, the per- like, again, I'm gonna go back. The performances were, like, very stale. There was no engagement. These little jokes that they try to write in there for the writers, the actors couldn't pull them off, especially the main actor. I was just like, who is this guy? He's trying to be cool and funny. I didn't buy it. I did not buy this movie at all. And I just got up and left.
0: That's uh, Dylan O'Brien. You would recognize him from Teen Wolf. And both of the Maze Runner movies.
2: Yeah, I would not recognize him. Yeah, <laughs> I would not
0: either. Just I funny. saw <laughs> I saw the first Maze Runner, thought it was decent, but I don't recognize this guy. But he doesn't look intimidating
1: whatsoever, he, and um, that's the problem. Yeah, uh, that's the problem, Ron. He didn't look intimidating. He didn't. He didn't look the part. That was that was the sad part. I was just like, okay. It was like having me beat up a you know two hundred fifty pound muscle guy, and it's like that's impossible. Come on. Okay, so enough of American blunder there. But um, I did also check out it. Um, unfortunately, guys, the movie pass does not work at Universal City Walk at the uh, AMC theaters there, so I did have to buy a ticket this time around. Oh, you not paid good bad. money for this one. Yeah, and it was well worth it. This was very entertaining. Uh, I love the uh, cast. Especially the, uh, ah, man, I forgot his name. Uh, He's a little boy with the glasses. And, uh, man, like, he is just trash-talking throughout the movie, but it's hilarious. Um, Some of the bits and pieces there, uh, I really like because it was more of a uh, psychological, not, not mainly like a scary movie. So, there was like a little good mixture here and there. Um, I don't want to give away too much of the movie because if you've seen the the prior adaptations, the uh, little TV series and it got turned into a movie, it, it kind of follows that almost to a T. There's subtle differences here and there. Might have changed a little things, but uh, overall, great movie. Highly recommend if you just want to, you know, kind of cuddle up with someone, go with your girlfriend. She will have a scream. Um, and it was fun. Can't wait
0: all right well i definitely want to check this out james
2: uh interested in this i thought you're like you you definitely want to scream <laughs> no no no, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm into horror movies it has a good story hook to it when it's right. just horror just to gross you out i'm not feeling it it's not for me
1: well this one doesn't do that this one yeah. is someone has a has a good story it's
2: yeah, I'm really and hyped you know on guys? I just need time to... They,
1: they mentioned the original Street Fighter. Ooh. <laughs> oh, That's <laughs> a nice little Easter egg. I like
2: yeah. it. I like I, it. I'm totally hyped on it. I'm still... Uh... Wait a minute, guys. But to
1: be honest, when did the original Street Fighter game come out? 91, I think. The original or two? Oh, no, the OG, the OG one. Oh, the OG. That's probably like eighty
2: nine or something or yeah,
0: eighties. Okay, so they got it right. Um, it was just like hmm. the one with Ryu wearing their little ballerina
2: shoes. Yeah, yeah, that's the he one. Has red, and he has red hair.
0: Yes, sir. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ginger <laughs> Ryu. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm really hyped for this movie. I, I, uh, maybe Ron, since you haven't seen it, yet, we'll catch it together or something. Yeah, sounds re- good, man. Free. Um, or Mondo, if you want to rewatch it. it. Well, well, I was like, getting there. I see, I see you didn't, me how, you didn't even let me get there. Uh, if you want to, you know, use your pass and we can watch it again. Um, I really like the original movie. I don't think it holds up nowadays. I haven't seen it in a while, maybe in the last decade or so. But even in the last decade, it didn't hold up back then either. So I'm curious to see how this uh, adaptation was. I'm assuming it's not as long as the original. Uh, the original was like four hours or something like that. Um but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. this. Was the, um, the most money a horror movie has ever made in the box office, I guess it's that good, and then wow. it's, uh, the, um, word of mouth has spread on that, so uh, definitely want to check it out. And it, everyone says it's very, um, they kind of emulate or, uh kind of influenced by the Stranger Things format. Yeah, with the I kids. can see
0: that in the trailer.
2: Um so it even has the same actor from Stranger Things in it too, the little boy um with the curly hair. Uh so I'm curious to see how it is and uh if it's anything like that tone, that old school eighties ish uh oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> There's a lot of uh, references man. That I'm I'm all in.
1: But you run it. Go love it. You'll
0: love oh it. definitely. I I would definitely like to check this out. So um Well, that's going to do it for our movies, James. Come on, guys.
1: You'll float, too. (laughs) Uh,
0: James, you saw a TV show that I want to know if I should add this to my Hulu queue, which is The Orville. And uh, this is basically as if Galaxy Quest was a TV show. Am I right?
2: Pretty much. I think that's the closest comparison I can uh, equate it to. Do you like it? Uh, You know what? I am... I thought it was actually pretty refreshing, and uh, kind of cool to see. It's very entertaining, in my opinion. The it's I wouldn't say it's a parody or making fun of Star Trek or anything like that. It's pretty much just Star Trek, but more, but with like a uh, a comedic Star Trek essentially. So they are uh, uh, this guy Seth MacFarlane. He gets a, he finally gets to captain his own ship, but the situations in it, which are funny, are more. I guess, sitcom or very um situational comedy. It's not like they're going out of their way to parody something from Star Trek or Star Wars or just in that whole sci-fi genre. But it does feel more like just... Uh, star trek style show with interesting cast but it's uh, a light on it's more light and comedy and definitely lowbrow so if you're not into lowbrow comedy uh, at all um, there's some humor in there that could be childish not in the sense that it's for kids or anything like that but it's just like very immature Um, you may be turned off by it but I'd I'd say give that pilot uh, or the first episode a shot if you enjoy that definitely continue there's only two episodes right now so it's not like you're far behind uh, so give you know, I thought I liked it a lot, so I'm gonna continue watching it.
0: So I'm I'm gonna give this a shot, but I think given that the new Star Trek prequel uh starts up next week, this Sunday actually. Oh, this Sunday. Okay. Um, I got a feeling that side by side, you know, Star Trek's gonna blow this thing out the water. But it's a different like tone. And- it it is, but in the sense that like, okay, how much room do I have for Star Trek type shows? And I, I may as well, you know, I have limited time. I still got to catch up on a bunch of shows. And I got a feeling, I'll, I'll report back next week, but I got a feeling that this may sort of be swept under the rug. We'll see.
2: Yeah, uh, if you do get a chance, though, let me know uh, what you think of it. I thought it was funny. Um, it's not to the level of Galaxy Quest as of yet, because I was more of a self-contained and had long story arcs. This one is just getting started and doing the setup and the characters. So we'll see how it goes.
1: Mondo, any interest in Orville? Um, not really. Um, lowbrow comedy, it's hit or miss with me sometimes, so nah, I think I'm a pass.
2: Uh, speaking of Star Trek, how are you going to watch that? It's a CBS show. What do Is you it- mean? They don't do it on Hulu? It's not a Hulu. It won't be on Hulu because Hulu doesn't do CBS as far as I'm concerned. No way. Way. <laughs> oh, um, I don't know. How can I watch the show? <laughs> I think if you have... Um Maybe the CBS app or something like that. Or well, the. a lot app.
0: of those CBS or – I'm sorry. A lot of those network apps these days uh, require you to log in with your cable credentials. Even though it's free to air channels, it's still it's the dumbest thing ever. But You, you don't have the Hulu – I thought you got the Hulu TV thing. I forget. Oh, no. No interest. I see. I don't okay, watch well, that much
1: TV. Should I record it on my Ogato and just give it to you on the
2: TV? <laughs> Yeah, if you want to – do that work. Feel, feel free. Periscope I it for us. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Periscope for Live stream it,
0: please. Oh, man. Well, that's a bummer, man, because I was really stoked about watching this Star
2: Trek show. It looks real good. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And, uh, well, let's, we'll see how that goes. I'll, I'll report on it on Sunday because I have my ways of watching it. I don't know how you will, Ron. Maybe I'll see. I'll spread it to you.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into some news, guys. Uh, This just came out either today or yesterday, and this is a new Tomb Raider movie, guys. And when I saw this, this looks like it's super accurate to the recent reboot of uh, Tomb Raider.
2: Yeah, pretty much. looks like it's taking that exact story, it seems like. Yeah,
0: and it stars this girl that was from uh, the robot from Deus Ex. Right, is that what the movie just X just X Machina? Oh, I'm sorry,
2: X Machina. <laughs> uh,
0: Alicia Vikander, or something like that. Did I get her name right?
2: Sounds about right.
0: <laughs> uh, it looks great. It looks super accurate to the to the video game, uh, and it doesn't look corny like the past ones. And I'm into this, but you know what? Somewhere inside me, maybe it's the time that I grew up in, guys. I said, you know what? In my heart of Where's hearts. Angelina Jolie will be the only two. She'll be the only two.
2: Tomb- <laughs> <laughs> Non-British lady is yeah. the two. Raider, of two hearts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, maybe she'll cameo. Maybe the story. Uh, this Laura is the daughter of Angelina. Laura, and then you will get both. Uh, oh, that would be amazing witches. if Angelina Jolie plays her mom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> i like in that original tomb raider wasn't it john voight like her real dad was yeah you You never know what do you
0: guys think about this movie
2: um i'm cautiously optimistic it looks cool looks very accurate to the to the game like they have even the same set pieces uh with the plane with the boat Uh, i wonder because they didn't show any of it in the um, trailer i'd imagine it it would be you know, that's part of Tomb Raider, or that original first reboot, was uh, Supernatural Elements. Uh, I hope there it's in there, because that's what made it kind of like Raiders of the Lost Arkish. you know, kind of tapping into that field, rather than just these guys chasing them for uh, treasure and all that stuff. So I hope there's that element in there, a little mixed it up, but uh, cautiously optimistic at, uh, at this point. I don't know who this director is, I've never seen his prior movies, but who knows, they might uh, pull out a win here.
1: Man, I'm excited. I just saw Nick Frost right now. I'm looking at the trailer as uh, you guys are oh, yes, talking right. Nick Frost about in that. It. So that, Nick Frost. that's awesome. Oh, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Buddy movies with... Um... I was going to call him... Sniping Peg, I was going to call him Chris. Oh, Kennedy. that guy. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So uh, it looks good. Uh, I'm excited for that. Nick Frost is there. Um, it's, it's a great time to be a, a movie goer right now, guys, especially uh, for women out there. More women roles are awesome. Girl power, go for it! Uh, so but, yeah, I really will, want to. Will go this, see this
2: be the one that breaks the video game curse, though? Oh, oh yeah, that's a great yes. question. That will is. this be the uh, one?
1: I want to say yes. It
2: has potential. Okay, let's say this. Uh, uh, there's two. There's two. Two things about this. Right. One is okay. There's. Uh, you think it's gonna be a good movie? Uh, uh, it'll break the video game curse in that it's a good movie, or one. It's a the other spectrum is. It's not going to be a good movie, but it's going to make a boatload of money. That's going to, like, that breaks all the other video that's games. That's
0: probably more likely to happen. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh,
1: the latter here, guys. I'm going to say it's the first. I think this will break the curse of uh, video game movies. I think um, nowadays, uh, the, oh, writers the latter are... means the last one. Oh, yeah. Sorry, dude. Uh, hey, I've been up since like 4 a.m. today. <laughs> so uh, I'm a little groggy. So basically, yeah, uh, I'm going to go with the first option. And uh, you know what? It's gonna break the curse. Uh, I think um, these directors, you know, they're you know, and uh, the producers are doing their research finally, and they want to get things right. They they uh, not only do they want to make certain fans happy, but uh, they want to please fans out there who've been longtime fans of the product. And I see that you know slowly gravitating towards that retrospect where they will take their time and they will take. research process seriously this time around
2: let's hope so
0: all right uh next up here is a punisher this is the netflix series uh starting what's the actor's name james you know it better than i do
2: john berthal
0: john berthal uh and this is his standalone uh show on netflix this looks good it looks violent this is what you would want from a punisher tv show uh, I'm in on this and, uh, I like that it really has fresh characters because I think I'm getting a little fatigue, although I haven't watched it with, uh, Defenders in terms of kind of reusing some of the characters that had appeared.
2: Let me, so. what if I, I told you a plot twist. What if Iron Fist was in the show? <laughs> 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 Your I'm favorite done. I'm done. <laughs> He just appears out of nowhere. Like you from know the what? One. I
0: wouldn't put it past them for those guys to make a cameo, but, uh, I hope not. Uh, what yeah, do you guys think
2: about this one? I'm super pumped. It looks, uh, it looks hyped, uh, especially combined with Metallica. Uh, that trailer just got me all, all gears heading towards that. This is going to be badass, and I hope it is. Um, I don't know how long, how, how many episodes it's going to, going to be. I hope it's not too long. Sometimes these Marvel, they seem to do two arcs generally, and usually yep. the first arc is better than the second arc. Yep. Uh, and be, I think generally just to fill time. Um. So hopefully they, you know, keep it tight and, and then, you know, a little evenly paced and I hope it's good. I, I, at least, I at least hope, you know, I, I, I can see from the trailer that the violence at least is up there, but the quality is as good as that. That's that last Punisher movie, which was amazing, but nobody saw that one. So. War zone. War zone. Yeah.
0: yeah. I liked it as well. Mondo. Looks good. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up is Netflix movie, uh, Stephen King's Gerald's Game. I'm going to read you guys the IMDb description of this movie. While trying to spice up their marriage in their remote lake house, Jessie must fight to survive when her husband dies unexpectedly, leaving her handcuffed to their bed frame. Um, This is a crazy movie, and it looks very disturbing. And a lot of, like, psychological horror, kind of in the sense that she's dealing with the uh, stress of the situation and is hearing voices. and uh, She can't move, she's out there. Yeah, it's a little too stressful for for my taste, so (laughs) that's going to be a pass for me.
2: Um, Uh, Even though Stephen King, you know how he he brings up some cool original...
0: You know, if it all of a sudden gets tremendous reviews, I might be a little more inclined to see it, but... My initial impression was that uh, i I'm gonna pass on this,
2: okay looks good to me, <laughs> kinda like a misery, but in a different uh yeah. uh different situation i guess yeah we'll see i will I'll, I'll check out the reviews too
1: all right oh, this looks all right, I think I'm gonna check it out, okay, worth
0: a check out from mondo nice, okay, well, let's get into some uh games guys uh. XCOM 2, both of you guys have been playing this. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, I may not know this, but I thought this game was already out. I know it was on PC for a long time. Did it just hit uh, consoles, or what's going on here?
2: Uh, Recently, but uh, recently on sale. Ah, nice. Okay. Yeah, Mala, go ahead.
1: So, basically, if you played XCOM 1, uh, more or less, uh, you know what, I just played the tutorial, and I was doing a little... uh, create a character mode, so I kind of created James, Ron, Kevin, and myself, uh, Bro Squad. And I gotta tell you, like, the uh, amount of character details that you can kind of do, it's it's very simplistic, but it's a lot of fun, a lot of options, you can change your armor, your armor sets, uh, like, what you can wear, at first I was wearing a hockey mask, and then I'm like, nah, let me turn it off, you know, get some scars. It made me look like crap, basically. So I was having fun with it. And uh, when I made you guys, I made you realistically as possible, you know, kind of close to your images. I think I got Ron really well, and especially with his Laker colors. Um, But yeah, I I got past the tutorial. It was really cool. Uh, I like the fact that uh, the cinematics there, it's a lot more engaging. uh, Because a couple of times I noticed in XCOM 1, the uh, camera doesn't zoom in and pan into your character, and show them doing the uh, actions. At least with this, it's 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 a there's a lot more of that going on. And they added this new cool feature where you're kind of like incognito, you're kind of sneaking around, so the enemies uh, can't see you at a certain distance or can't hear you.
2: Yeah, so, they they added like a ton of you know, new mechanics in this game.
1: So that's really awesome. And like I said, I've only uh, pretty much touch the surface of this game uh, i want to get into it more um i did try playing the first uh mission uh, i'll be honest i got totally wiped and first created <laughs> first character, yeah on the first mission that's how that's how unforgiving this game is it's like you really got to take your time you really got to uh assess the situation as carefully as you can or maybe i'm just going in there kind of like hey i'm gonna shoot him up that that's just a bad idea but yeah my first created character mondo uh with his hockey mask, pink gun, and <laughs> pink everything. all hype, no go? He, yeah, all, all hype and no go, man. He just got, you know, it was funny because, like, the um, the AI just targeted me. I was like, what? I, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I just, I'm just, like, hiding behind a barrel. And then they just, like, took me out. I was like, oh, all right. So I was like, you know what? Let me just see what happens. Nah, no, they totally wiped my entire uh, squad out there. And I was just like, you know what? Let me start again.
2: Me start. Yeah. I I didn't play too much longer after Mondo. I have a few missions in me, but uh, man, they they added so many things. Like I don't know where to start. So they pretty much it's still a strategy RPG. You still move by grid base and turn base and all that nature. But you uh, they added so many different mechanics. Now, like Mondo mentioned earlier, you can kind of uh, you can do ambushes now. You uh, you can see. The field of vision, essentially, of enemies. So you can step and you you step into. It's kind of like Metal Gear in that sense, where you can you can go all stealth if you want to. Now that was never an option in the first game. You don't know how far the enemy can see in the last uh, game prior. Uh, I think there's also uh, I think ten new sub or new classes. Uh, there's one that's called the Ranger, who's uh, straight up a uh, uh, melee uh, class that has a sword. What's nice now is before, whenever your guy is down. Um, you, you pretty much have to still finish the mission just to get out of there like say you're in a losing battle this one you can call in an evac anytime so you can salvage your guys take the loss now every level is procedurally, procedurally generated so it's always going to be different and uh, uh, from where I'm at there's actually a mechanic that they took from I think it's the only game I know so far that they took from uh, Shadow of Mordor, which is that nemesis system. It's kind of like the nemesis system where there'll be this one kind of boss like character and you do damage to it and then it runs away, but then it'll come back again, another one, and then talking crap to you and then it'll have its, it'll look all mangled still. Um, but that's kind of cool, that little persistent enemy idea. Uh, I can't wait to get more further into this. I've, like, I've, same with Mondo. It seems like we've only touched the servers. It seemed to be way more in depth. I haven't even gone into the whole, uh, resource management side of things where you're building your base and all that stuff uh this is strictly just the, on the combat stuff so excellent 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 game <laughs> so are, you, I are you switching
0: off uh mario Rabbids?
2: no to, my to my this? my mario Rabbids still on the go game and that's almost i'm right. almost done with that i think i'm I'm on world uh on world four it's it's they're similar but they're different mario is way more simpler a lot it's not. It's not easier because I think Mario cause it also can be a little unforgiving as well, um, but it's different in terms of the mechanics. In Mario, it's a little bit more uh, structured because in XCOM, there's and both of them actually there's percentages whenever you try to hit somebody. Um, and you may get lucky, Like, for example, maybe it'll maybe be thirty may percent of a hit, kind of like a roll a dice roll. And you may actually get that hit. and that's it gives a kind of like a cool sensation. It's like, oh, damn, that was like a lucky shot in mario, it's it's pretty much certain. Like it's always gonna be 50-50, 100 percent or missed total. So it becomes more like a a puzzle game in the Mario aspect compared to um Xcom, where, yeah, you may you you may pull out like a Hail Mary and still pull off um in while in Mario, uh, you have to be a little bit more calculated because you know this is going to miss if you do this and that. It, it, it's more puzzly in, in Mario, and in XCOM, it's more kind of dynamic. Uh, but both great games in their own different right. I would say XCOM is definitely more hardcore than Mario is, though, for sure.
1: I love the fact that when you see 78 or 80%, sometimes you actually miss. It's you like, miss, too. Oh yeah. I, was <laughs> like, I was like, damn.
2: Mm. Oh, man. I was like, damn. That's it's. It, and then it's heartbreaking in in XCOM, when you lose your guy because like you may have like went through like four or five missions with them you promoted them and then they're gone forever if you permadeath so yeah. you better make sure to save like right before and then you reload it right before again if you want to continue that um and what's cool uh is that they added um i don't know if you got to that point mando or, or right up on that there's a, a bonding system now so you can have relationships with uh, or you can have if like a certain like group of uh, roster that you bring out to the field, continue to fighting with each other. They become more; they bond a little bit more with each other as well, and they work better together. As long as you, as long as you pair them off, um, and then it increase, increases their stats. So that, that they did a lot of cool, um, Is it
1: like Fire Emblem. Like say, there's like me and a hot chick, you know, like a hot blonde. Right. You can't but, have
2: kids. That's oh, <laughs> that's, that's one oh, thing you won't oh, be able oh. to have kids. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, like similar to uh, pretty much to Fire Emblem, uh, the more you put them together. The better. Oh, and what's crazy is that um, it messes with their psychology too. If one of them dies or goes down, so it can affect them because they, you know, since they're more close with each other, it affects their mentality in battle. This game is, I don't know, I, I, I love it so much. (laughs) It's hard to explain. And I only not I haven't even played that much of it. I just can't wait to get through it. All right. Uh, Well. James, for the next game, I want
0: to ask you a question. This is NBA Two K eighteen. Did you double dip and buy two copies, one <sighs> for Switch, one for Xbox One?
2: Not yet. I probably will do it once um, after Mario: The Odyssey, uh, or or if I see that there's a sale on it. Uh, so I really do want. I do really do want it on the go. Like I really, really do want it um but it's gonna eat up the on-the-go time of the uh, mario rabbits right now but after yeah. but after uh mario odyssey there's not gonna be well there's actually seems like there a ton of switch games coming out but um i can always double off that with ma2k and maybe they'll be on sale at that time so yeah. looking forward to it um but on the main game uh it's a, Still great, still NBA 2K. If you played last year, it's more of the same, but with uh, subtle animations and all that stuff, different, um, different uh, you know, the, they fixed quality uh, of the life things. Overall, game pace is a little slower. Um, I kind of dig it. it. It makes it less uh, dunk-festy. Um, but not not too much changes, to be honest. The only thing different is the My Player Mode, which if you're into doing a My Career, that's the vast improvement they've made it pretty much into a MMO... Before, it was already an RPG, like, but it was more like Mass Effect where you make decisions and stuff like that. And then you you do like... Uh, um, Well, I forgot what they were, Mondo. Like, you could do an asshole response, a, a yeah. good response, or like a political response. A, yeah, you could be like a, a, a asshole player and all that stuff. Um, but in this one, they made it pretty much like Grand Theft Auto Online or like any RPG. You create a character... You go into this world and um, be, you basically choose what you want to do. So you can you do the story, which still has the Mass Effect style, you know, tree branches or that you can walk over, do the play at the park. And you'll see all these online people rolling around, too. It's That's very MMO aspect. But what's kind of like Grand Theft Auto is that, like you say, you want a new different style of haircut. You go to the barbershop at the at the corner or if you need to work out to get stronger on your upper body for you know, whatever game you go work out at the gym. It's, oh, it's, cool. it's, yeah, it's very, yeah, very intense.
1: Are you going to wear your, uh, that, you know, that my black t-shirt
2: my black. <laughs> with the jeans? <laughs> with the my black sweater. Yeah. <laughs> my black shirt and my sweats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to roll with that looking all hard. Um, one thing that I, uh, that, uh, it is a concern is that if for people that want to have, um, like, Cause there's a it's it's, it's very it kind of like well, there's a bunch of weird emotes and uh, dances and all that stuff when you win or lose all that stuff there is a ton of microtransactions for that stuff you can grind it out to get them but it's kind of in your face in this game which is kind of annoying but um you don't have to do them but it is a concern that it's there I just wish that no games do that but it's it's good it's a common thread of. All these recent games that there's microtransactions. So, yeah, sure is. but yeah, if you're new to the series and everything is new to you in this game, it's uh, great. I like that there's all time teams. Uh, so, basically, there's all time Clipper team, uh, which I was surprised they added that, um, <laughs> all time Laker team, all time Bulls, all that stuff. So, it's kind of like the greatest of greatest in one team. Um, it's uh, uh, the best basketball game you can get, even though NBA Live is fun. That's a good alternative. I would recommend. I'm not gonna talk down NBA Live. It's that they did. They made huge strides in making that game a fun game, but still not up to NBA 2K's level. So, if uh, you had to choose one, definitely 2K.
0: Yeah, and probably the online community is not even close to what it would be for. Uh, oh, for 2K? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. It
2: seems like it's rampant with the uh, the 2K guys. Um, people are serious business <laughs> with this stuff yeah. because you can actually do like. Um, Kind of like in real life, you can do leagues. Like like me and Mondo can just join a league right now and play basketball competitively within a little league, like a uh, neighborhood league or whatever. Okay, you buy can my nights. I rather yeah. play them
1: on my uh, Xbox.
2: <laughs> yeah, you could actually do that in the game too. So you could like go into a pickup game and then make an online team together. And these guys go like play legit in a, uh, where they get to the point where they make it to the esports scene, and then they they try to play for the tournaments and get that money oh, wow. at the end. So we got yeah this. a lot of uh, a lot of in depth in that in NBA 2K if you're into bat, in, you know into that uh, gameplay so highly recommend it if you're new to it it is a little daunting uh, it's not the most easy to get into I would think NBA Live is a better onboarding game than NBA 2K is um, as of right now but if you get take the time to learn it it's a very very deep and detailed game pretty much an RPG but with basketball
1: if Haru is listening uh, there's three right there Haru James and myself we just need two yeah and football, i
2: have like a couple people at work right now that strictly just play 2K but only Jeez. my career that are like the, my players because they want to level them up so they can play the the pro am stuff so uh yeah we can we will make it's really cool Ron, and, and it's been around for 2K for a while but what's cool about the these pro am stuff or the amateur leagues is that you create your own uh, jerseys and everything. So I can upload a picture like let's say our Easy Ops logo or whatever and I could put it on my on our jersey and that would be Easy Ops team and we can change like we can make our own stadium so I can put our big faces on the stadium and all that stuff. It's such a like customizable game. Like uh, we choose the music we come out to um why it's can't all there. we
1: be friends? Yeah we
2: can put up. why can't we all be friends when we come in so uh okay. hi- highly highly great NBA game. Okay.
0: Well, next up here is a Fortnite Battle Royale beta. Uh, Who's playing this?
2: Uh, It's me for now. So basically, this mode is actually going to be free for everybody. That's Clues U, Ron, uh, on September 26th. So basically, what it is, it emulates the... What is it called? um, Battlegrounds, PUBG, uh, what people would call uh, formula. I think it's the first game like this on console. Uh, I think Grand Theft Auto also came out with an expansion that has... A similar mode, but this one's the one that's closest, I guess, emulates it where it has you play against a hundred people in one map. And uh your pretty much objective is to uh survive being the last guy standing against a hundred people. But you're in a big, big open world. So you what you're doing is you're going around looting and getting weapons and gearing up. Uh the only thing that makes this different than PUBG is that it has uh, the elements of Fortnite where you craft and build stuff, so you can like build a f- you know a fort if you wanted to. The only thing is you can't always stay stationary because there's a, a a big kind of like death field that closes in that which kind of like every two minutes or whatever that kind of um, funnels people to a certain spot. So that's uh, makes the game exciting. So as of right now, it's only one you can't play co op yet, but on the twenty sixth when it's free for everybody, you can play in squads. Okay, uh,
0: that's a hard pass on that one for me. Uh, I'm not a Fortnite fan, but uh, it sounds like it's a cool mode. Uh, well, next up for me, all I've had a chance to play is Destiny 2. Uh, what's different about this week for me is that uh, I got a chance to play Trials of the Nine. This is a com- very competitive mode. So you were playing for... alone?
1: I didn't get a no. Invite. I was
0: gonna. I was gonna bring you in, Mondo. Of course. Uh, hold hmm. on, let me set it up. Uh, <laughs> so it was. A four versus four setup, and you have to, the goal, the ultimate goal is to win seven. They decreased that from nine. You're supposed to win seven games uh, without losing, and uh, then you get to a new social space where you can get very unique items and things like that. Uh, Some of the differences on this one is that whereas the last one was just elimination, now it was the countdown mode, which is where you're defusing the bomb, this will change in subsequent weeks, but for now, this was a mode I didn't enjoy very much. Um, well, what ends up happening in this style of competition is that the uh, people that are hardcore Destiny fans and who have obviously gotten to uh, a significant light level um, are playing this, and uh, they're very hardcore players. And I am—I'm never claimed to be the best multiplayer uh, shooter player, and we—we uh, we got. Uh, Worked pretty well, I would say. Mondo, uh, what was your opinion of this mode as Um, my
1: teammate? Well, basically, we got to stick together. (laughs) We got to work on our (laughs) team building skills, but uh, uh, that's a different story. But uh, I want to get to uh, James. Now, remember, we were talking about these iCloud or whatever, you know, hybrid servers they're doing. Yep. Well, my friend, I believe these are still P2P servers. Oh, I know they are. They yeah. definitely are. It, it, it's it's just so horrible that I'm shooting a guy. I don't get any hit markers. And, you know, he like... I'm like a like a piece of cheese. There's all these bullets in me. Like, I'm like and a I bullet also, sponge.
2: I also heard about some uh, on this recent uh, Giant Bomb podcast is that the thing to do nowadays is because of that, people have been shooting before the corners uh on corners because um people will just appear out of there to get hit by it because it's, it's you know the the lag compensation that uh, pvp provides it, it, you're, you're likely to hit somebody in that corner and that's what it's it happens you know it's so i i heard that james but to me the way i'm thinking is like look if you hear gunfire don't go right into it you know what i mean mm. Mm. either way that seems <laughs> right like a strategy way, yeah. that's because of that because how how p2p works is that it has a rollback um net code so basically whoever the host is that's, they're not going to see that but though everyone else is it's kind of kind of determined um where it is because someone can maybe shooting there and then they they may pop out and still get hit or the opposite where you shoot somebody Or you come out of the cover and then you go back into cover, but you still get hit behind cover because it's still catching up the bullet hits from when you stuck your head out. Um, That's just an unfortunate thing. It's it's in all P two P games. That's you know that was
1: uh, that was very problematic. Um, And I'll be honest, I kind of went we kind of went in there without grit on night one, which was on a Saturday night. Um, I know you were busy, grit. but yeah, that, that happened a lot on Saturday. And then when we joined Grit on uh, Monday night, that that was just like an issue where um, I kind of just accepted the uh, that factor where, you know, just picking out on corners, getting hit. I was just like, you know what? Me getting angry over this is not going to solve the issue. It's not going to be like, hey, he's angry. So, you know, game fix. No, it's just you just got to deal with it. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, you not- can't,
2: can't help it. That's like whatever it, 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 it doesn't affect uh, PvE, but PvP, that it gets annoying. I can see it being annoying, but uh, me personally, I'm not going to play much Crucible. Uh,
1: but the game mode here was... Uh, what was it? Uh, I forgot the name. Countdown. Okay, so you got to set up... It's, it's kind of like... Um, search, and search and Destroy. You yeah. Set up the bomb, right? What I don't get every time our group, our teammates... And I would be the one mostly setting up the bomb. We would set the bomb... And there's a timer, correct? So, you know, you have an allotted time and whatnot. I always felt that when we set the bomb, these guys have at least, at least four minutes to get to the bomb. While on the other hand, when the opposite group puts their bomb or sets their bomb up, we have maybe two and a half. And that's something we could not figure out. Am
2: I right, Grit? It could just be that you guys were like way into it and not paying attention. No, we.
1: I hear that thing going off, and we would. I would communicate like, "Oh, a bomb's going off," or we would see that the uh, uh, these two sections, which was one was temple, and then the other one was uh, what was it? The uh, uh, something else. Whatever it is, the light will flash red, and it's like, "Hey, that's an indication." Like, "Hey, they set the bomb." But every time we would go there, it was just like, "We're there." We some actually, this happened. Not once, not twice, not thrice, but like at least a handful of times where we would wipe out the team. The bomb still set. We get to the bomb, but it still goes off. And we wipe the team out really, really quick. This was on a Saturday night. This wasn't with you because I know it didn't happen too often.
2: Could have been the peak but... times where like servers are getting like hammered and. Yeah. Or, I don't know, the P2P, I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
0: I, I just feel that
1: the timer,
0: philosophically, of the mode should be more, when you're trying to diffuse. it should take longer, as opposed to when you set it up, it should take less time. I,
2: I did have an issue, it's not related to Crucible, I, it may be what Mondo experienced that, where I've had instances, I don't know if they're just bugs, or if it was relating to whatever server I was on, that um, it would, like, pause... I would hear everything still. Everything the sound would see goes, and then it'll come back, like as if the connection came back as well. There'll be issues also where I loaded into uh, the farm. I can hear everything, but everything's black still. Like, I can go to the oh, yeah, menu. Oh, that's yeah, that's
0: an old Destiny thing as, okay. it, as it loads up into the space. No,
2: but I never load. So I have to. Uh, uh,
0: you got to give it time. You didn't close out the app, did you?
2: No, not the app. The, the, I didn't do that, but I meant like I can see my character, like if I press start and all that stuff, but in the actual. World, it's all, black b- screen. it's all black, yeah, so I can yeah. hear everybody and I'm assuming and I can move, but I went into the just I give it a little a, bit of time uh, Well, I just had to go to orbit and then we came back down That's uh, oh, okay. my fix, so I, I don't know if that's a bug
1: Yeah, that actually happened to me and it was unfortunate uh, doing the actual trials of the nine um, There was that one point where uh, I guess the we, we lost a round, of course but then we were just stuck and then we got a black screen, we waited a while and then basically like half our team got kicked out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and it, was like, it was a good one. We were doing good we too. Did really well. And then like four on two. And then uh, eventually, I think it was like Rooney and grit. It, it became two against one. And it, like, I forgot. Did you guys win? That? We did win. We okay. did win.
2: Yeah. So uh. Another thing I don't like about crucible. I know it's on a little, another tangent is that why can't I pick the mode I want to play? I don't like yeah. any of these new modes whatsoever. Just give me That's an absolute valid criticism, James.
0: That is absolutely a step back. There was not like that uh, in the pre- previous one. You can pick any mode you like. I do feel like that's going to come later down the line. But yeah, I agree 100%. That is a big step back. Yeah, that,
2: that, I was like, ah, Big doesn't want to, maybe not want to play the game. I was like, uh ah, Well, how are you liking the it?
0: campaign overall? Like, oh, how yeah. far you okay. are you in now? Okay.
2: Let me tell, I'm going to get this.
0: Oh, I don't want to upset anyone.
2: Not oh, here we go. not not yet not yet okay. no no Ron I, I this is a good game I'm giving <laughs> this is a good game this is uh you know has Switch great out. level design has uh, great art style the shooting is great, great <laughs> like everything everything is w- w- better than Destiny One that's a guarantee and all that stuff but and also it, it's definitely you know worth its value because there's a lot of variety lots more missions you know thank God they added all that stuff um. Uh, but in the end, I still this still feels more like an expansion or like uh, not a very significant or you know a fresh take on the series. It just feels more like a fixed or reboot of Destiny One. Like the campaign is good, I like the campaign, but there's a but in that too. Um, the level designs are great, but I don't like any of. I'm been by the way, I'm playing mainly solo. The times I've been playing with Mondo, it's, it feels better because I have someone helping me out. But in the campaign, I don't like the shooting parts because it's it's um it's I don't know, it feels kind of like mindless and and kind of like I don't know, the encounters weren't very fun to me, especially as a solo player. I'm pretty sure you guys played co-op, so it was a lot better. But as a single player um going through that, it wasn't that exciting or around just a lot of shooting, a lot of sponges. And what made these enemies worse is that they just like spawn like out of nowhere. Like I can understand when the ship comes in and drops these guys down. I can see that, but like when they just spawn out of nowhere, like eh, okay. and it. it I don't know what which which one of those those see through guys. They kind of spawn oh, yeah. in there. Well, They're, that's the,
0: that's their thing, though. Yeah, but they, they materialize. They, no,
2: the, even the the guys with the f- six arms, whatever they are, they they, they just can, materialize too. Even well, that, because they can teleport. Yeah, that's it. no, but they just but they just materialize. They're not characters that are there that just teleports. They they just materialize and then they start encountering. There's no like. It's just mindless shooting to me, so it's not. It, I found it more of a chore to get through when in single player by myself. When I was playing with Mondo, it was more fun because like he's helping me, and it's it's better. It's definitely catered towards a co-op experience. But with that said, it's it's like I mentioned why it's still associated with being more just the expansion. They didn't, even you know, why didn't couldn't they just add like a matchmaking for this part too? Because I think it would be more fun to play in co-op even with randos because like whatever we're all shooting things together and it makes it uh it helps out in a little bit because in the end you just end up uh generally just shooting a boss that just moves around shoots strafes just moves around just shoots these big blasts at you that are big bullet sponges. it's not as fun by yourself and not having that it kind of sucks and the biggest uh, thing that i had a gripe with is that i was like fine with the campaign like the way it goes the progression and all that stuff but then they level gate you like what the they force yes. you to grind to go continue to another campaign mission, like what? It, like, ah, oh, man. See that. The also, idea is that if you were to do the
0: adventures on each of the planet, uh, before continuing with the storyline,
2: you would then have enough to, uh, you know, to. Well, but that's any game. But in most games, it's a side. It's a side mission. It's pretty much making them. A yeah, it's not mandatory.
1: Yeah, 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 making, yeah,
2: And it makes me not want to play it again because, like, yeah, oh great, I got to grind now to go continue on with whatever the campaign uh mission so i mean it's fine the campaign is the campaign is fine it's a great addition that they did i just don't like the uh, the things they put on there i would still give this game like at most uh like an 8 but uh and still you know it's a good game
0: well I, that's a high score for that criticism no, but. <laughs> it's it's
2: heavily it's heavily you know 7.5 to 8 max like the i the, you know I, what
0: james this I, I it's ultimately this isn't for you like i know your tastes you like things that are a little more competitive. With uh, you know, you don't like supers in, in multiplayer. Uh, so like, no, this but that doesn't, yeah, that's cool. that's, that no, that I
2: doesn't because I, I
1: think it's because of the Is it's the campaign. It's, it's, it's like, like these little nuances. Like you're doing something to get there, but then they they put this stupid little roadblock.
2: Yeah, like, it's, hey, like, a, it's like a Go it's like a else. it's a free to play like uh, element that's like in mobile games. Like you get to a certain point and like, oh shit, either I either got to pay or got to grind out to get to this thing. Uh, like, why why put that in the campaign? I can see that putting into strikes or raids or nightfalls or whatever. Uh, but why gate me from doing just a story progression? It's not that I don't like these games. I like these games. These you uh, just
0: want to have a continuous campaign?
2: No, well, yes, not yeah. if it's a campaign, let it be a continuous campaign. Everything else I can understand, you can levelgate that. I don't mind that at all. Uh but if you're putting it to the campaign, it's annoying and it discourages me to continue moving forward. Like I don't it's not I don't like these games. These I like these games a lot. I love Borderlands. They did that great. It's the same, it's a loot shooter. I don't see any difference other than this one forces you more to grind more. Uh Borderlands and even division, you really do all that grinding at the end of the game, not during the game. Um because you could just go through the, you know, whatever the story missions first, and then deal with all the other stuff after. I, you know, that part is what. The, the, it's pretty much the same game as the first one with with a ton of quality of life insurance. That's the, that's the, my main thing with the game. But it's still a solid game. I would definitely recommend this over Destiny One any day. Uh, definitely the game that I should have been out. Uh, but it's still like a one point five or one point seven, like a, a remastered Destiny One.
0: Okay, well, I disagree, but let me ask you this
2: question: Will you actually go through it and pass it? Yeah, if if maybe out of it? that's why we'll see. Because like I have to be in the mood because like I have to like I have to go grind now before I can. Well, go let through me the... know uh, you when, when you want to. Where did you
1: go up on the uh, story? Because I know we were doing it together. We were doing the majority of it uh, together, and yeah. I, know I, I saw you, and, and then and I
2: went, and I went by myself. And I'm like, oh man, this is not that fun. Yeah, it,
1: it doesn't have that same feel that you would when when you're playing with the. Uh, like either your cool. friends and I this do it yeah you this game is catered yeah.
2: yeah this this should have had matchmaking for like if you could put it what is it strikes they could yes, they put matchmaking true. strikes right well put it in the campaign why not they, If that's fair Division has it Diablo has it when, like you know uh, Borderlands has it it's the same type of game it's not that i don't like these type of games or these not for me i just want a a good version of these and you're ultimately
1: Um, you're trying to reach the same goal everybody wants to you know beat the story
2: yeah and then i can't do like things with you guys later because they gate that too they gate the strikes or whatever i got to that point now where i'm at now where i can do um you know whatever the strikes and uh challenges and whatever i forgot whatever things i unlocked but i had to play so much things just to get to that point i'm like Oh, great! Now I have to like get to level seventeen or whatever to play this mission. Now I'm not gonna go out do adventures, um, or find public events and all that stuff. I do like those the public events, seeing where they are. That's pretty cool. Um, but that part sucks too when you're by yourself and there's nobody in the area like ah, I don't want to do this. Yeah cuz um, not uh,
0: not everyone helps or you could be by yourself. Right. I get that. Yeah, so, uh so. that's and we didn't run into that issue James because we did a ton of public events. Right. Uh, well you guys were Mono. together. You guys were in co-op. Yeah yeah exactly. And so I don't think we ever ran into us being level gated because we just were playing so much side stuff and then we eventually Well exactly. Like,
2: oh, yeah, like, right. If I like if I cuz what what was the main sell of this game that it had campaign, right? That that was the main thing that was problem with the first one it's there but then like oh now there's a kind of an if like a but into it it's like oh great you still got to go through destiny stuff before the campaign like in the, the story is not even that great it's whatever I, I really don't know what's going on it seems like just a bunch of cutscenes of people just talking instead of showing me anything um uh the campaign the actual missions when you're not what all well, by myself is when i'm not just shooting mindlessly is more entertaining to me like i like the platforming stuff and uh, putting like the balls and the thingy, or turning off things; those are a lot better than the the shooting elements by its when I'm by myself in those. But um it's solid. I just, you know, definitely an upgrade. I just don't think it's uh uh a true sequel. I guess you could say it isn't that fresh. Okay, well we can agree to disagree. But what what's what can, what is your counter argument to that? Like what what can
0: I like the story?
2: <laughs> I like the gunplay. Yeah, that I didn't say that that's wrong, the counter. nothing I like it. Nothing's wrong with the gunplay though. You said you said you like it when you're not shooting. Yeah, that is it's better when it's not shooting. It has great gunplay, but the actual encounters are not fun. Uh well, I like the encounters. Well too. that's because you I only like you strictly only played in co-op though. That's different. You no,
0: know, um it it does a better job of in, of including the original Uh, Guardian characters into the storyline, whereas in Destiny 1, they just were static figures that never moved. Now they are very much a part of the story. You're going to save them. You're going to help them out. There's a legitimate villain that has... What Guardian? uh, Like, when you say Guardian... uh, The the Vanguards. The Vanguards. Like Cade, yeah, uh, yeah and, uh, you're going so to say they're
2: more involved in the story, whereas they never set foot right. off the the tower. But the thing in is, it's there but is a story. Still not doing anything? Yeah. yeah, they're still not doing. There's still a story, which is already an upgrade to the low bar of the first game. But it doesn't mean it's a good story just because there is a story. Um, it's whatever. It's passable, uh, in my opinion, because it's not very um, for even even though I played the first game, I don't know anything about these characters. Uh, uh, because the first game did such a bad job. And this one, it, it seems like it's catered specifically for the hardcore people that know oh, all that stuff. A sequel. It is a sequel. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you know? but the thing is, it's a sequel to a game that did a bad job in the first place. So but it's still a sequel. It's still a sequel, but like not very if well. If I done. go
0: into Rocky 2 and I'm like, I don't know who Rocky's brother is. And you who's this brother? Adrian character? And they didn't really do a good job of explaining that. That's, that's not on me. That's on... Or, I'm sorry, that's not on the movie. That's on me for not having seen Rocky
2: One. Oh, no, it's true. Like, if you watch Terminator Two, you don't need to see Terminator One. Like, what part of that do you need to really know? Like, uh, you don't know who Sarah Connor is. Hey, guys. I'm yeah, um, well. uh,
1: touch some light, no pun intended. Into, uh, <laughs> Destiny yeah, Ron gets triggered two. when I talk
2: trash about uh, Dixon. <laughs> <No, laughs> so,
0: give me a little bit on what's a good story. Like, look, we can agree on, on different hey, things. Hey, that's
1: that'll, all. That'll be on the, the next podcast. You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get into some game news, guys. Yes. <laughs> Call of Duty, I didn't like it. No, I'll be honest. I have not played a Call of Duty campaign for over four years. So this was a complete skip for me on this trailer. Somebody who watched it, please tell me if this is good or not.
1: I thought it was very entertaining uh, for the story trailer itself. Uh, it's trying to develop. Uh, these characters in a certain way in a certain manner uh in regards to the world war i believe it's world war ii correct uh setting ww2 uh, ww2 <laughs> and uh you know what I-, I thought it was really good it's like it- it's a fresh take um but you got to take it like a grain of salt guys if you're a hardcore historian uh just remember throw that out the window uh let's just say it's kind of like
2: Quentin Tarantino's take on... Yeah, World it looks very Inglorious
1: Bastards uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> style of know, cinematics. doesn't sound good. No, you, no, did you, know, like I I, you didn't like Inglorious Bastards? I
0: did, but I don't have the confidence in the Call of Duty guys to pull off something similar. What do you similar. mean?
2: They're the ones that have good campaigns. That you was know. the thing with them. I know you haven't played it. I, I know you judge them based on not playing these games. But these... Yes. <laughs> but the, 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 the thing is, is that they actually have... Uh, entertaining campaigns. The only one that was really bad was not bad, but it wasn't that great was the uh, Black Ops 3. Everything before that actually Ghost had Ghost legit... was not
0: good either. Yeah, Ghost
2: wasn't good either. I forgot about that one. That one's like the, the missing one. But everything in between, like their track record, has always been delivering a uh one a you know, set piece heavy fun campaign and they're relatively short. Plus they do uh a good job with the storytelling, even though like, this last one, Infinity Warfare, that's pretty badass. I don't know. I prefer that over Titanfall in terms of the story. And I'm pretty sure uh, you listen to CADCAST. Uh, they did a great job with the characterization of this robot character uh, that made che- cheap D cry. Uh, so I, I know everything makes him cry. But the, I, you see there's a difference. Like, at least when I played the games I'm talking, you know, mean about... But in this one, you got it. This one, it actually looks really good. This World War II one. I don't know. It looks like they put a lot of effort into the actual cinematics and the storytelling, which I appreciate. They have a lot of money. All right.
0: Well, (laughs) that's the trailer. We'll see how it is and when the game comes out this fall. Uh, Next up here, this was revealed at, uh, I believe it was Tokyo Game Show, Final Fantasy IX on PS4. This appears to have gotten not a, a high definition or not a full remake of the visuals, but they kind of smoothed it out and made it for HD TVs uh and they added a bit of the fast-forwarding abilities that you had on Final Fantasy XII remake uh and then the what was kind of cool is that they dropped this game immediately so it's out now and actually if you pick this up until September 26 you can get it for 1679 as opposed to it being about $21 after that um, I played this game when it was out on PS1 many years ago. Uh, fun game, but as I mentioned, I think last episode, I I haven't passed a, a, a Japanese RPG in a very long time. So uh, yeah, I might pass on this. What do
1: you guys think? I am definitely gonna uh, pass on this. I'm, this is just my opinion, guys. So whatever. I'm getting tired of re-releasing or re-re-re-re. Like, how many re-releases of a game are, are we going to play over and over again? The only game I would re-re-re-re-replay re, re, would be Final Fantasy Tactics, and that's it, hands down, from Square Enix. Everything else, I can do without.
2: I agree, uh, but if anyone hasn't played FF9, that is the best of the PS1 era. Agreed, one. yes. <laughs> not 7. Sure? I thought seven. you, I thought not you were <laughs> <laughs> fanboy. Hey,
0: quiet, quiet. Keep... I, <laughs> I was an 8 fan because I thought the character design was a little more adult at the time, and I liked the gun blade, um, and I thought the draw system was very unique. Um, that being said I have not played it since then not, I don't know that's how not nine. that's eight, 8 yeah 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 so I was mentioning which was my favorite oh, okay. but oh, okay. uh, nine, 9 I like the music on it. Uh, it it was a return to form for going back to that fantasy atmosphere uh, back when it came out um, I enjoyed it but to me I think especially I, it, 8 is more notable to me because I did everything I even beat all the ultimate bosses and everything so that I hold that one a little bit more closer to my heart uh, okay, but uh, yeah, next up is uh, Final Fantasy, speaking of which, Final Fantasy Fifteen, the co-op expansion. I didn't even purchase this game, so um, that's a pass for me. Who's interested in this?
1: Can anybody uh, tell me how this works,
2: though? I, I <laughs> me, me too. I don't know exactly either. It seems like you create your own character, and uh, it's a separate campaign than the main story, but you're in the world, and it seems like a four-player rpg progression of some sort i have no clue what's going on it looks like they built cinematics and a story to go along with it it seems interesting um maybe it'd be better than the actual base game i didn't like the main game that much but maybe playing in co-op or whatever mechanics they introduce it uh, may give it a second chance
1: yeah, let me know, James. Uh, we can hop on there, maybe, you know, send the invite. Because Kevin has this game as well, right? We can, uh, Oh, yeah. Three people? Go three, three
2: four. You could be the shirtless buff dude. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, next up is Monster, Hun- Monster Hunter World. Um, this, I guess it's a PS4 game or a Switch game, but it's Monster Hunter. I've it's never played console. Monster Hunter. It's on next-gen consoles? Yeah. All right, I've never played a Monster Hunter, and I don't think this is going to swing me over entirely. What about you guys? I
1: don't want to go on a rant. Played the mobile. I'm sorry, the uh, DS. Uh, I'm not looking forward to this, but it, this game uh, could change my opinion on that entirely. So I will give it a chance.
2: Chance. Yes. Chance. Same here. It looks. I've never played any of these games, but I heard. Hi, I heard hear high praise for these type of game or these games in general um and it's now that it's in a new next-gen system maybe they modernize it uh or maybe caterize it to the american audience in terms of its um gameplay i guess the original games were very jrpg in terms of its mechanics i don't know i've never played them so uh but i do like the concept of the game just working together to take down these big bosses so uh i'm willing to give it a chance too especially if it gets good reviews
0: All right, last up, there's a a bunch of stuff that had come out of uh, TGS. Uh, We don't have to go through all of them, but why don't we each point out something that is notable to us. I will say uh, this Dragon's Crown Pro, this is a game that I would say to keep on your radar if you're into kind of a 2D-style action RPG uh, with a beautiful art style. I have this on Vita, and I enjoy it very much. I haven't finished it, Um, but... uh, it's really cool. It's really cool.
2: And uh for me, I think to maybe keep an eye out is for uh this new game called Left Alive. It's by the artist of Metal Gear, uh, Yoji Ishinkawa and uh, the Armored Core series. Um I'm not sure of the name of that director. So this is a new <coughs> excuse me, new mech based game. I don't know, it looks really cool, very uh a future sci-fi uh element to it so if it's like armored core we haven't had one of those games in like a million years uh i'll be down for it. we'll see how it goes
1: zone of enders vr announced uh with enhanced graphics uh that's where the um pardon my language here but you're pretty much uh, literally in a cock pit <laughs> is that where the pilot yes. <laughs> yeah it's like it's like the weirdest design for a freaking uh a uh, mech based uh kind of game where like you're literally like right there on the guy's penis like like was that right. game
2: even good though because I remember like I a lot of hype from it and I don't remember liking it no. but I got it because of the um, Metal Gear demo
1: yeah I enjoyed the
2: first one but uh, I, don't, was, I don't know if it was there a or... sequel I believe
1: there was a sequel yeah, yeah, It didn't was. hold up uh, I think I, I got okay. to play both and yeah this first one was really good uh um, second one was just horrendous but uh I'm really looking forward to how it looks in VR so I'm not. Kind of huge on VR, because enough to make you buy a, a
0: headset. Uh, you know what? <laughs> it could be uh, the I have, VR.
1: I have a friend who has a VR for the PS4, oh, so okay. I'm pretty sure he'll get that because that's one of his favorite games as well. Uh, so I'll be heading over to his place, and uh, if anything, if he does get it, I'll give you guys my uh, my two cents, so to speak. Nice. Okay, two fifty. All <laughs> right. Well, that's gonna do it for us, guys. Anything else you want to add? Uh, yeah, guys. Hey, uh, don't be shy. Drop a comment, like our Facebook page, Easy Operations uh, on Facebook. Uh, you can sh- give them the email grit. Uh, we'll, we'll Easy Operations, QA at gmail.com. Still
0: waiting for one person to give us some type of feedback. Just
1: any type of feedback you want to talk yeah, Anything. 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 I Even if you say hi. Even if you tell. say hi. Any be, okay, with that.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's yeah all and i'd right. like
2: to thank uh facehugger as usual for always providing us with uh lovely music he provides
1: awesome man all and, right uh, thank, I thank you for, time. for my uh, youtube vids you have one up in regards to the trials of the nine so go ahead and check that video out basically oh, it's just yeah, my casual opinion on trials of the Oh,
0: oh i'll definitely check that out
1: all right well good night guys good night good night